everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Are You Kidding Me? Yeah. With me, Emma. And Lexi. You have to sing it. Lexi. Nice. Okay. Um, and so today's topic, everybody, is dun, dun, dun. dating in a digital world. Woo! Woo! Exciting. Lexi came up with that because I think online dating makes it sound old. But I keep calling yeah. it online dating. Yeah. I was like dating on the internet, the www.http forward slash. Okay. But yeah, so I guess, yeah, as you know, it's Emma and Lexi. Um, so we always start off talking about what we do in Wick, what's happening in WIC right now. Oh, We're right. doing right yes. the self-care, self-love campaign yes. is next week. It's called self-care starts with, or self-love starts with self- self-care. Good. And, uh, yeah, so that's happening next week. And um, we just got our T-shirts in. They say, this is what a feminist looks like. And Emma and I are both wearing them today because... With a gray cardigan. If people already didn't think we were morphing into one person. It's beautiful. It's fun. It's fresh. Um, (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that's what's going on. I feel confident. But we wanted to uh, talk about this right now, right? Because... um, Dating in the digital world is very hot at this moment because it's cuffing season. Because <laughs> it's cold outside. What is cuffing season? So I always thought of cuffing season as kind of an experience where suddenly one minute you don't want to be in a relationship yeah. with someone, but the, then the next minute it gets a little chilly outside. Yeah. It gets a little nipply. The holidays are happening. Your family is like, why are you single? You're like, ah, I'm not. The smell of a, a sugar bookie, sugar bookie, oh, sugar cookie <laughs> burning in the oven. <laughs> um, it kind of makes you think, why am I single? Yeah. So then you you cuff up with somebody else, and it's it's kind of like you're together for the holidays, and then you're gonna break up. Yeah, it's like turning that person that you didn't really ever think anything would ever happen with into a romantic partner. Yeah, and it's like you know how you put on that like winter weight. It's like you are also doing that with a human being, and then you shed that extra weight and human being like when it gets nice out, basically. Yeah, that's a good way yeah. of putting it. Yeah, and I think you just pick up somebody just so that you're not lonely for the holidays. Yeah, and then you could just, you know, be a little hussy in the other seasons, and then during winter, it's like, it's cuddled by the season. fire. Like, yeah. I need to do this scarf. Well, we were talking nice it. <laughs> we were talking about how dating is so, like, I was talking about my parents, I was like, ooh, cuffing season, they were like, what the fuck did you just say? I was like, uh, because, like, dating is so different now, and it's, like, funny. I it think, is. When, it's like, hilarious. our parents are like, are you dating anyone? I'm like, no. And they're like, why? I'm like, because you guys met at a grocery store. store. I'm like, do you know who meets at grocery stores now? No one. Your potential serial killer. Yeah, literally. Or my mom would be like, oh, I remember like being asked on a date. I was like, no, no, no. Now what happens is a boy is like, you up? And if you <laughs> are, and then you guys hook up a couple times, maybe you might develop feelings for each other. That sounds so right. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, how did your parents meet? At a bar. Yeah. Like, that'll never At a bar? Yeah, no, right. (laughs) And it's, like, I, it's kind of crazy because I just feel like it's such a different experience now where, like, I remember a couple years ago I was, like, 12 and my cousin was 15. And she was talking about, like, she was explaining to me my mom. She's like, well, you start talking first. You talk. Yeah, yeah. Talking. I was like, what's talking? Do you go on a date? No, no, no. You, like, text each other. Yeah. And, like, you avoid each other in public. (laughs) No, literally. Or my favorite, my favorite is, like, you go to a party. (laughs) And then you leave the party, and the person's like, "Just saw you at the hey, party." Hey, you, you know, hey, why'd you, you leave? Today? Or like, hey, why'd you leave? And you're like, "Were you at the party? You yeah. didn't say hi." No, that's so true. Or like, the, my favorite's like when you see some like 
for instance, if you see a guy at a bar that you had been like talking to and like you both avoid each other and then you leave and immediately afterwards they text you and like, hey, like did was that you that I saw tonight? Like literally moments Rinse. after you leave the bar. I'm like, ah. Uh? I even wonder why we're like so socially awkward. Yeah. That makes you weird. <laughs> and it, like, it really You're a weirdo. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I feel like it changes you as a person. Like, you oh, get weird. Absolutely. Um, I have no concept of, like, what is appropriate anymore because I'm just, like. Not because of that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little bit, but not a lot. But, like, also, I think with the whole thing with, like, talking, it's so funny because it literally is just people wanting to have, like, affection and love. And be it and have it like reciprocated to them with as little commitment as possible. <laughs> because what happens with talking is like you really could just like say I'm talking to some guy and then I'm just like, nah, I don't want to talk to them anymore. I could just drop them and they they can't be mad, quote unquote, because we weren't dating and we weren't exclusive and I could be hooking up with other guys and they can't be mad because we were only talking. So talking is literally like our generation's version of wanting affection, but also not wanting any commitment whatsoever and not wanting any consequences. It's really shitty. <laughs> it's a really shitty thing to do yeah. to someone and have done to you, I mm-hmm. think. Um, but definitely, I think we have these experiences because of the media that was shoved down our throat. Yeah. Is children. I personally, I'd like to start way back when. I'm not sure when this movie came out, but all I know is the Lizzie McGuire yep. movie forever changed how I view relationships. And even though I knew it was outrageous at the time <laughs> that an eighth grader going on a trip to Europe, to Italy, the most I remember I thought she had graduated high school when I watched no, it. No, right, right, right. It was eighth, eighth grade. grade. I was like, I can't leave my parents. <laughs> and they go to Europe and she meets Paolo. Yeah. And Paolo is this beautiful Like How old was he? They t- he would be like driving, 20. He was driving a... Motor scooter. Segway. No, 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 no. That's the one you stand. The, oh. the um, Vespas. Yeah. He's on one of those. He, like, picks her up outside of her hotel. He's like, you're so beautiful, Lizzie McGuire. And he's like, like are we going to have to go to Italy to find love? Beautiful international Probably. pop star. But he's a fake. Yeah. And then she outs him on the international stage. Yeah. And it's, like, beautiful. It's about girl power or whatever. But it's also, like... It is where, power, which is when nice. is a nice Italian man gonna tell me that I'm beautiful? You know, when I'm in eighth grade, right? And then I was like, I watched that probably in like sixth or seventh yeah. grade, and then by the time I hit high school, I was like, I'll never find love. And it's just sad because you're like, oh, I can't wait for my first. I remember like watching yeah. all these movies that was like, oh, you know, it's your first love, like when a girl would get broken up with, and <laughs> she, she was so in high sad. school, and her mom was like, it's okay, like you're always gonna remember your first love and your first heartbreak. I was like. Okay, um, and then I like get to high school. I'm like, everyone here is gross. <laughs> like, I hope I forget me. this forever. <laughs> I'm like, where is my like cute high school love? I'm like, oh, it doesn't exist. Looking back at it, I'm so glad that didn't happen to me. Yeah. How gross is being 16 and dating? No, Ew. my like first like dating experience was like traumatic. <laughs> is this kid Anthony? I'm not gonna say his last name. Not that he would ever watch this, but. <laughs> Same as Anthony, and we were in band together. I did bungee man, and uh, we he like I he was dating this girl, but I really liked him. And then I there found out go. he liked me, so he dumped his girlfriend. 
And then he was like, we have to wait like two weeks to like date because That's like, really or else she's going to know. Yeah. He was like, I don't want her to like feel bad or whatever. And also he was like, I don't want her to know that I like broke up with her for you. <gasps> Lexi. And then, um, Anthony, I, we ended up dating for like maybe literally maybe like two days. And I, <laughs> and I like remember being like, he was like, maybe we could start dating like in like on like this date. And I was like, no, I want to date on this date. And I was like, and I want you to ask me out like this. And he was like, okay. And so he did it. He asked me out, like, the day of our, like, championship for band. And, uh, like, two days later, I texted him. I was like, no, I don't want to date you anymore because his friend was like, Anthony's weird. And I was like, yeah, you're right. He's weird. <laughs> like, and I just broke him over text. It was, like, horrible. And it was just, like, such a traumatic experience because everyone that was in band, like, knew that we, like, liked each other. And this other girl oh. that he'd broken up with her for me, like – was Aww. in band and it was just so awkward and like my sister was a senior in high school and it just like everybody knew and it was so traumatic and the worst part too is like i didn't i wasn't even at the age yet that i was like i'm attracted to anyone like that i knew like i didn't yeah. want to date someone i just was like oh a boy <laughs> yeah i need to have me. a boyfriend and i was like so not ready to be dating anyone and so it was just awful because oh, i didn't poor i didn't like it and i hated it and it was truly traumatic and then i just was like i'll never like like, I'll never have to all the boys I loved before. I'm mean, going to talking about this, right? Oh, that movie. Like, I said, that's my favorite movie. I love it. And I'm like, I watched it, it like 17 times. I'm like, it makes me really sad. And Emma, like, couldn't figure out why. Remember you said that? Yeah, you were like, I was like, I don't know. I don't like it. And then I was like, I know why. No, because no sense to me. hand passed. will never be in the back of my pocket. No, 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 no. Yeah. I will never get that attention when I needed it the most. Yeah. No, exactly. Sad. You're like, I just want a Peter Kavinsky. He's he's literally perfect. <laughs> Good looking. He's nice. He's a Jeep. Oh my a pimped out Jeep. He's yeah. thoughtful. Yeah. He doesn't make you feel bad about yourself. Um yeah, that'll never happen. Those years yeah. have passed, so we're talking about sixteen candles too. Sixteen candles, every Molly Ringwald movie. Okay, I also just watched Sixteen Candles again. Very problematic. Oh, movie. incredibly, incredibly. But for its time, I loved it. I, I watched yeah. it. I think I like burned a hole in the DVD. I think I watched it so many times. And yeah, yeah that'll never happen. Jake Ryan will never come to my door. On my sixteenth birthday, birthday with a cake. Him, I'm and never gonna open forgot. my door. Yeah, I'm never gonna open the door and see Jake Ryan in his like red like convertible or Mercedes oh, or whatever beautiful. standing there with his arms crossed. I if, though if you do look him up, he's very short. So yeah, he's ugly now. Yeah, he well, obviously kinda... that movie was made like thirty years. <laughs> okay, well, I'm just saying. But he's I was like five five. But it's okay. It. I was like so obsessed with him. Like no, me I. Too. I thought he was the hottest thing since sliced bread, baby. Should I share the do it story or no? Yeah, do it, do it. Okay, so when I was in um elementary school, I must have been in like kindergarten maybe, and I had watched Sixteen Candles, and so everyone in our class was like who would you do it with and at the time obviously i don't know what do it means but i knew that um like molly ringwald wanted to do it with jake ryan because she liked him so i just thought that meant like you wanted them like you liked them and so she, um i'll never forget this sarah gutchess wrote on a piece of paper like who would you do it with and i wrote Derek jeter obviously oh god and my parents found it in my backpack mom was like you know it means i was like no i was like molly ringwald wanted to do it with jake ryan <laughs> my parents were so mad That's at me so and they're like this is so inappropriate you can't say this. Derek jeter is like 30 years old like you cannot say this 
And I was like, I want it. I did it. And I tried to be like, I was like, I, I didn't write that. Sarah, Sarah did. And then she must have, I don't know, must have fallen in my backpack. <laughs> I think the, there's so many bad parts of the story. One, you want to do it with someone when you're in kindergarten. Horrible. And yeah, two, I no it's not with met. another kindergartner. It's with a, like a 30-year-old man. Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst part of the situation. Because it literally was like, I didn't even, I just knew that 16 Candles, I loved it so much that I was just like, whatever Molly has with Jake, I want. With their two I'm like seven. A lot of trauma there, for sure. Awful. <laughs> Horrible. Truly. And I, no amount of therapy will ever re- help me recover from like that incredible. How embarrassing it was. They yelled at yeah. me in front of my entire family. Like no. my, like all my siblings were there. I remember my mom literally found it in the living room and she was like in front of my dad. She goes, what is this? No. Yeah, that's traumatizing. Yeah. Sounds like it was fun though. It was fun. Um, So then, I don't know. We were talking about this and... Like, that's just, like, stuff. It doesn't mean that, like, we're necessarily, like, we don't like this media. I know we've done that in the past, but it just makes us kind of sad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, obviously, we're going to watch those movies. Obviously, the day we I die. love 16 Candles and Pretty in Pink and 12 Boys I've Loved Before. And the Lizzie McGuire movie is honestly a classic. And the Lizzie McGuire movie actually had a r- lot of really good components to it, like the girl power aspect and that women should stick with women. Um, But we did ask you to send in some stories and... We wanted you to share um, some of your thoughts and some of your horrific online dating stories. And by online dating, I mean dating in the digital world. Yeah. Excuse me. And so I think we should. Um, we should. Like, <laughs> I, I like was laughing s- at me because I downloaded Bumble last night. I am watching her Bumble for the while first I'm time. Talk through this to um, do like some research. Yeah, for research. And this kid said something like that he likes to smash the patriarchy and then. I said me too, and he said that's what I like to hear. And now I'm trying to type back, but I'm not a good speller. So <laughs> what are you trying to say? I said love a male feminist. There you go. I don't really know how to use this. So here's the thing: is last night, so we right like I was saying, we asked everyone for their stories, and then I was like, oh, I'm gonna download Bumble, and I'm going to um, swipe and see if I can get any like good research sure. and see kind of like what people are, because Em and I are uh, basically known. Like today, we were trying to figure out how to like look at someone's profile on Bumble because we couldn't figure it out. So we're not good at the whole like dating app thing. And I've never used one before ever. It's, I it's only really go on my friend Kelly. Kelly <laughs> thanks for listening. Shout out to Kelly. Shout out to Kelly for stronger than our troops. Like I mean, really we're gonna <laughs> We're gonna keep these stories anonymous, but not Kelly's. I'm gonna no, I'm gonna share Kelly's, Kelly's with the world because Oh God. Kelly's she's like been the through qu- some she's shit. the Bumble queen. Yeah. And she lets me go on her Bumble and um like swipe for her and like message for her. We have a good yeah. time with it. So thanks, Kyle, for being a real one. Yeah. So basically I downloaded this and my friend had downloaded it over the summer on my phone because her boyfriend had broken up with her and we thought he was on Bumble again and she wanted to find out. And like, obviously I feed into crazy. So I let her download it and then I just like deactivated it. So I just reactivated it and then uh, changed the picture she sent for me because they were awful. <laughs> and the bio said something about like catfishing. So, and then, um, sure. so I like, looked on bumble and but the thing is i didn't swipe to anyone that went to our school i didn't swipe on anyone that we knew so i swiped on like maybe six people and i think one of them has a kid and then there's this one guy who's definitely incredibly weird and he put that he's a leo and um his favorite band is the 1975 (laughs) 
And he puts, um, the perfect first date is smashing the patriarchy. Ooh. So things are not going well. Um, but, but yeah, right. we have some stories. And that's only just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. That's not even bad. That's not even remotely bad. We I'll had... be deleting it directly after we record this. <laughs> Thank you all so much for sending them in, if you did. We'll yeah. keep them anonymous. But we have had, I don't know, a roller coaster of just story after story after story. Um so Lexi, do you want to start with one um that you found that you've really that you got today and see <laughs> see if we get a laugh from the people in the audience? Yeah, so um I thought we'd start off with the cringy and then just get to like funny cringy. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so you shout out to you, Kevin. Um he said that one time he matched with someone named Meredith, so he said he messaged her and said, Meredith, you've slept with so many guys, you're starting to look like one. Boom, roasted, which is a quote from The Office. Uh, he said she did not take it well. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, that's, I think I would find that funny, but some people don't. Yeah. Some people just don't find that funny. Um, someone, so here's one of my friends said, um, <laughs> Uh, one time she went on a date with this guy and when he picked me up, he jumped out of his car and raced to the passenger side and shouted, don't you dare touch that door. Chivalry is not dead, ladies. <laughs> Very creepy to kind of do, though, on a first date. Also, then later the same guy told her that he was a salesperson, like a salesman, and then later she found out he helped people decide which car wash to choose when they were going to the car wash, which oh, is man. an interesting way to describe yourself. I guess, how else would you say it? I guess you're our salesperson. You know, yeah. Right, yeah, that's good for them. But it was funny because he made himself sound like a pharmaceutical sales uh, representative, but he was actually helping them pick the car wash. So, oh uh, how can you? I, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. And then um, one time, my friend, I have this really friend that's really put together. She'll know who she is. She's really beautiful. Um, and she went on a double date with Kelly. And she's like really posh and really preppy and the guy that kelly's at the moment on a double team with they went to this really nice restaurant shows up in jorts past his knees and she my <laughs> and my friend if you could she's like the vineyard vines queen and her date had long shaggy blonde no. hair and jorts past his knees i don't she was like i almost got back in the car drove right back away oh my it's God. just like those aren't like traumatizing but they're just funny and then we could keep going on here um, Kelly, Can you tell the cop. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, that one's. I'm saving that one for last. Yeah. I think it's a good one. Yeah. I have a good, we have a good one coming up. Um, Kelly said when she was um, on a date with a guy that she met on Bumble, he asked what concert she'd been to. She said the Chain Smokers, and he played closer and seriously <laughs> asked if she had heard it before. <laughs> Which, like, Closer is probably the most generic song of, Every single person on the planet has heard that song. Of the 2010s. Yes, yes. I, who yep. has, hey, who hasn't heard that? I was doing just fine before I and met you. And he, like, you. was and dead serious. Like, oh, my God. That's probably the only song he And heard. Kelly had to be like, yeah, no, That's yeah. kind of nice of him to, like, at least try and be like, oh, the you chain like the chain smokers? But then he, like, <laughs> no, he could have just played this song. But then he, he thought been, she was, like, an idiot. But, like, she had been to a chain smokers concert. Um... And I don't know. We just have some really, um, really funny ones. It was just really. Do you funny. need to tell the um, Valentine's Day story? 
Kelly has another Kelly. I'm so sorry. We're like name dropping you love it right here. But Kelly's hilarious. <laughs> Kelly's um, our queen. Um, she has another funny one where on Valentine's Day, neither of them realized it was Valentine's Day. No. And she was going out to date with these going on a date with this guy for the first time who was like really weird. No, this was like their second or oh, third date. Okay, Even okay. worse. Multiple Yikes. days in. And he goes, Kelly is like one of those people who schedules herself to within every minute of every day. And so she was like, I have 2 to 3 p.m. free. He goes, great. You want to get lunch? She goes, okay. Not realizing it was Valentine's Day. He goes, where? She, I don't know. She's like, I don't know. He goes, IHOP. <laughs> <laughs> so she went to IHOP at 2 p.m. on, on Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day on a third date. Bumble date. And then later, she was pulling out, saw him get into like a fender bender, and she just kept going and drove right past him because it wasn't that bad of a oh date. Which, like, you have to laugh at it. You have to, you really have to laugh. Um, I want to share one more before we yeah, get yeah, to yeah, the, yeah. This, one, this one story is insane. But my friend um, Meg said, one time I was having sex with the most beautiful man I've ever met. And, like, he was way out of my league. So I was so hyped. And it was great sex until he said, and I quote, I'm going to make you a mom. No. Yep. During sex. During that's sex. so scary. I'm gonna make you a mom. I was like, "Yep, that's I would have died. That would been that would have been the end of me dating." That's horrible. Because you're a mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously because you have a baby now. Like, that's terrifying. Awful. Awful. What's I wrong with like, people? Ah! <laughs> it's not even like you said that like, at the bar. Like you are. That's so creepy. Yeah. Why do people do that? Oh my gosh. Well, that's um. We, I know someone who. Having sex with some guy for the first time, met him on social media, big like dating app thing. I'm not sure which one. And uh, they go back to they go to his apartment, whatever. They met out at the bar. Go back to his apartment, have sex for the first time. He said, "I love you," twice. Oh my god! I love you. That's quick. They hooked up one time. <laughs> That's scary. I, and he said it twice. It wasn't even like an accident. You know what I mean? It was like he said it twice. Twice. Oh, my God. That's scary. All right. So this is a lot of scary. This one's funny. This one comes from a friend of a friend that messaged me on Instagram. So thank you to those of you who did message us. Shout out. She's she's a real queen for sharing this one with us. So everybody buckle up um, and just get ready. So I'm just going to read it word from word from her experience. This isn't me quoting it, but this is this wonderful woman. So here we go. Um, not only was it the first date I ever went on, or Tinder date I ever went on, it was my first ever first date. We'd been chatting for a while and he ended up asking me on a skiing date. I was a very novice skier, but agreed to go. But I was afraid that my very strict parents wouldn't let me go. So I told them I went skiing with my friend Maggie. We skied for a bit. I wasn't doing too hot, but I was surviving. Then maybe about five runs in, I'm coming down too fast. And he was stopped in the middle of the trail waiting for me. Unfortunately, I wasn't prepared for him to be there and subsequently slammed my body into his, breaking my collarbone upon impact. In a state of shock, I simply popped off my skis and tried to walk down the mountain until a group of elderly women skied over and forbade me from moving until a sled came. I went to the mountain medics and they gave me three ibuprofen, a makeshift sling, and sent me on my way. Since I didn't necessarily need to go to the ER ASAP, and I was anxious about what I'd tell my parents since I lied. We drove the 1.5 hours back and made dinner. 
I was so nervous that I end up sitting through Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, The Princess Bride, and a painful makeout session. I was just, I was still just on those three ibuprofen before I decided to leave. And then I drove myself 30 minutes to the nearest hospital and told the staff slash my parents that I'd slipped on ice and fallen into a parking meter after getting dinner with Maggie, just a lie on top of a lie. But the break was so bad, I needed surgery, and I still have a metal plate and seven screws in my clavicle as a reminder of my first Tinder date. See, that is when I would never date again. That is <laughs> traumatic. so funny. Traumatic. It is traumatic. No, I'm sure it was a horrible experience for her, but I think that's one of the funniest things I've that ever heard. That is hilarious. <laughs> Evan told me that last night. I was like peeing my pants. I can't imagine having that happen to you where you break your collarbone and then you have to sit through the- Imagine being so embarrassed that like you're not even really feeling the magnitude right. of the pain. <gasps> no, I shouldn't. And then like, having to lie to your parents. And then having to be like, I fell. <laughs> but like really. Ouch. Ouchie. <laughs> but really, all she was doing was like, I, I, just trying to ski, just trying to have a nice first date. Traumatizing. Oh my god. So Em and I always talk about like how dating is really weird too because you have to take so it takes so much time and energy to put time and energy into something else, which is like really difficult. Yeah, no, it definitely is, and I think in the age of technology, it just makes you a lot crazier than you like need to be yeah and i think like it just ramps you up a lot easier than you need to be so like for example if you're talking to someone or like if you're seeing it become a relationship kind of thing and they're liking another girl's instagram yeah or they're you know like they're they're commenting on on somebody else's thing and like their exes are following you now on social media or like you're so much pressure looking at their social media and you're reading they maybe they don't delete their posts which you know i just want to take a quick second so when you break up with someone do you delete your posts with them see that's that's a hot button debate i see both sides of the story yeah i do too because on the one hand you at the one hand like even if you delete the pictures you can't delete that relationship out of your life it happened but at the same time, you might want to delete them so that way people don't think you are taken. In that relationship. Or you just don't want that reminder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which I understand. But at the same time, like, I, I like to look back at my Instagram and be like, this is like a what happened in my chronological life. Yeah. order of things that have happened in my life. But at the same time, like, I'm not, I never post pictures with, like, men that I'm interested in. I just, I don't know. I'm a, I'm, I'm a deleter just because I just feel like. Yeah. It totally depends on you. Get it out. I don't want to. I think what what is like funny to me is when people post like every single pictures with their boyfriend and then delete all of them. I'm like, well, that's the thing. I've only ever had to delete like two or three posts, and like that's no problem. Like that's no sweat off my back. You know what I mean? But like people, that's your every post. That's brutal. You just make (laughs) like a hundred pictures. You go back. It's like five. I'm like you should yeah uh, make a new one. Archive them something. I have no idea what you do at that point. I feel like also why. I mean, it's up to you. But like, why are you posting every single day with your boyfriend or girlfriend? Like. I don't know. It's kind of funny, though. I yeah. always love looking at an Instagram that's suddenly a little lighter on the pics. It's always kind of funny. But anyway, back to the other conversation. Um, I just think, like, once you're on social media, it's so much easier for you to read into things that you shouldn't be reading into. And yes. it has definitely taken, a rela- like, a relationship to, a di- like, a much more... I think it makes relationships a much more serious thing automatically right off the bat than you wanted them to yeah. be maybe because 
you're going to be filled with these like insecurities and you're going to like read into literally everything that's on there when you shouldn't be a yeah. lot of times sometimes a likes a like like yeah. i like things i it's mindless i forget about yeah. it two seconds later i'm I, like oh yeah. did i see that and i don't even remember it later so when or you think like about you might it, like it yeah. because of the message or like the you thought it was pretty not or even if you're just their friend yeah. like you don't have to read into things and i think it makes you a really worse person than it needs to be and i know as someone you know as a self-identifying I think it, it <laughs> I think it definitely makes me a, a worse person and I think that that's when I um hate on other women the most <laughs> for no reason yeah, and I'm really like fire each other up and I'm like why am I doing this like it doesn't matter and I think you reach that point where if you're not talking to your partner about that and you're not saying yeah. like it's bothering me that you're doing this if you can't have that conversation then why are you getting mad about it I think yeah. that's I think that's a really good indicator if you're like I'm so stupid for getting mad. <laughs> yeah. If you're like, oh, I shouldn't even say it because it sounds crazy, then maybe you shouldn't be mad about yeah. it. But then if you, okay, but then if you're mad and then you're like, why? Well, they're commenting stuff they shouldn't be. Yeah, you know, you got to say something. But like, I, ooh, sexy. You're like, why did why you say that? <laughs> what was the purpose of that? If they're like in the Barstool Smoke shows, yeah. it's a different story. It's a different, those public ones I where it's bad. like the women we don't know. <laughs> it's kind of funny. You can laugh yeah. about those. But if it's people you know, no. Or their ex. Like, it's like, yeah, that's why? a big, like, why, why do you, you want to talk to her? Why are you liking her pics? Well, what is like, she, what I, is she bringing to yeah. the world that you can't is just she texting by you? <laughs> why are you commenting? Why? She doesn't need you. Why aren't you just scrolling by it? Why did you take those two seconds to like it? Yeah. She doesn't need your validation. Yeah. Well, that's, I think, true. Shush. It's so true that, like, <laughs> you you put those little clicking fingers away. You put those away. <laughs> but, like, I think it's too tr- so true when you said, like, that it makes us take something that's, like, it makes us take a relationship in real life and change it on social media, like. Immediately. Remember, like, the beginning of the year, Stephen, there was, like, this kid that I knew in L.A. And we had, like, talked a little bit, but we knew, like, very much what it was. Like, we were never going to date. I didn't want to date this kid. We were, like. Nothing was ever going to happen. He doesn't even, he lives across the country. And we talked for like maybe two or three weeks. He commented something on my Instagram. I lost my mind. I was like, what? How, why would he say that? And then I was like, Lexi, it you matter. don't care about this kid at all. Like, why are you getting mad? Like, it's just so true because then I take like what our like friendship and relationship was in real life, which was just like us talking for a few weeks to like, it comes on social media, and I'm like, oh, my God. When it's, like, not serious at all, I don't care about this kid. It's not you like your I mean? boyfriend is... Right. Yeah, it's, it's not something to, like, lose your goddamn yeah. mind over, but you I'm like, do. oh, what does this mean? It's like, well, no, I don't nothing. even care what it means because I don't like him. Or it means nothing. Yeah, literally. At the end of the day, most of the stuff I comment in or such or like and means then I forget about nothing. It. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Think about how many things yeah. I've liked and commented that I forgot about. And then someone, like, likes my comment. I'm like, oh, Oh, I forgot I said that. Oh, my God. That's like, funny. Why did I say that? <laughs> yeah, you're ready. Like, ah, that was a good one, Lex. <laughs> I, like, like all these memes. I don't know. Or it's, like, I, don't know. I feel like a lot of times people, too, I see on social media, they, like, half, I post all this stuff about, one thing is, you don't, whatever, you can be real with the world. Like, if you want to date a new guy every day, good for you. If you want to date one person the rest of your life, good for you. If you don't want to date anyone, good for you. But I think, like, the posting on social media of, like, I have the most perfect dating life. I'm having all these dates and, like, so much, like, 
amazing hookups or like if you're dating a boyfriend you're like every single day is a blessing i wake up i'm so it's like <laughs> i'm just so shut. hashtag blessed yeah it's like you don't have to like post you don't obviously have to post your problems on social media no. but like don't be fake about it too because people will see that like and then when you break up it's awkward yeah and you don't have to date for the public you have to date for you you don't have to date for what you don't have to date or not date for what other people are gonna think but you have to date for what you what is best for you. And so if you don't want to date for you, don't date. And if you do want to date for you, date. But you don't have to do it for the world and like show people that you are or are not dating because of right what you want them to see and what you want them to think and what you think the world will accept you for. If that makes sense. Good point. Thank you. All point. right, I got a request. I think we wrap <laughs> this up. I think we say, um, also, leave Sean Mendes alone. Yes! Oh, my God! Honey, leave Sean Mendes alone. <laughs> Blows. This is, read that Rolling Stones article. Yeah, that was a little harsh. It took all his negative stuff, too, which is yeah, awful. But, like, shut up. Does everybody just leave him alone? Who cares what yeah. his sexuality is? We love him. Yeah, uh, he is our <laughs> white prince. He's from Canada. He's so nice. He makes great music. He is beautiful to look at. He's such a kind human being. So leave him alone! <laughs> Okay, that's it. All right, thanks for joining us for online dating slash dating in the digital world. We're not crazy. This is brought to you by Passion Project Online and IC Women in Communications. Thanks a ton. Bye-bye. Bye.